Curtis is eating a burrito. Yeah. Sounds good. We're hoping we we're out. hoping we can time this with like with Curtis finishing the burrito right at the 15 minute mark. Well, oh, okay, I mean, that sounds good. Welcome to the Myth of Fingerprints, the podcast that explores music and the human stories behind the artists. I'm Jonah Luke, your host, and each week I bring you interviews and a song from each of our guests. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and a review. And to check out all of the episodes of this podcast, head on over to jonahluke.com podcast. Thanks for listening and let's go. Hello, wonderful, wonderful people. Jonah Luke here. Today on the podcast, we have Exit Ghost. A member of the band Dorian Gehring is my childhood friend who I grew up with in Chicago. They're a great band from Chicago, very down to earth, somebody you definitely should know about. We talk about how they started and what their plans are for the future. We'll listen to a new song from Exit Ghost at the end of this episode, so definitely stick around for that. If you want to get the links and the show notes and all the other goodies, head on over to jonahluke.com backslash podcast. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the interview. Welcome back to The Myth of Fingerprints. I'm Jonah Gile Neufeld, and I'm here sitting in my bedroom in Portland, Oregon. It is gray and a little rainy outside. And I'm here with the band Exit Ghost of Chicago, Illinois. Three members of the band, uh, Evan, Dorian, and Curtis. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Hey. (laughs) Nice. So describe to me uh, where you guys are right now. What are you doing? Well, uh, we are at our rehearsal space, um, and we are about to uh, have a rehearsal. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna keep keep working on uh, a few more songs that we're working on as a as a follow up to this uh, single of Yellow Hat and uh, Golden, which are two songs that. We recorded. We started recording in in January, so a few months ago. Now, um, so we're we're sort of working on on building a, a collection of songs, mm-hmm. and that just form an album. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're writing an we're writing an album. That's how you'd say that. Yeah, <laughs> and just uh, so the podcast listeners know, could you guys actually? Each one of you, like, say your name and what instrument you play so that we can recognize your voice as you talk during the podcast. Yeah, I'm Evan Holmes, uh, and I, I play guitar, and I'm the, the singer in the band. And some bass. <laughs> oh, and some bass. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to uh, play some bass. Actually, this recording is my, my bass debut, which I'm kind nice. of excited about. Congrats. Big deal. I'm Curtis Curtis Schreiber. I'm the uh, drummer and also burrito connoisseur, what I am eating right now. Nice. And I'm just looking forward to uh, getting these ideas together to form an album. Uh, I'm Dorian Gehring. I play guitar and some keys and some bass. And yeah, 
and drums and pedal steel and synth and cool. uh, <laughs> whatever we need to do. <laughs> a lovely speaker that he ripped out of an organ. <laughs> and we're missing uh, Michael Golas. He is the other guitar player, the lead man, leading guitar man. <laughs> cool. So describe to people maybe who haven't heard of Exit Ghost who you guys are, what your sound is like, and how you started. Um, I I think it it's really a project that started out of uh, an album of sort of Americana rootsy songs that I'd written while I was actually studying art history abroad in in uh, Italy and. Um, for a while in London while I was in college. And I, I think they're songs that originated from a kind of homesickness for the music that I had grown up with in the Midwest. And um, the project has since become much more collaborative and I think really naturally has veered away from being sort of strict Americana into something that sounds a little murkier and uh, wise yeah, murkier yeah. definition wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I I'm I'm sure uh oh here's a can you hear the sirens in the background, John? Oh yeah. <laughs> we're we're sitting in our our fourth story uh loft space. Just outside of Lincoln Park in, in Chicago, so we're, Chicago's finest is assisting yeah, someone exactly. right now. Um, I I feel like genre-wise, sort of a, Americana tinged indie rock is is a pretty safe bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we we don't really go into it thinking about genre necessarily. I think we all just tend to have a pretty similar taste in music. These days. <laughs> yeah, I think it starts out what's a good sound, melody, rhythm, and meld it all together. And I think, yeah, and I think we spend a lot of effort taking things that sound and feel familiar and, and trying to take familiar feeling sounds and do new things with them or do take them in directions that, I don't know, just feel interesting. That don't sound familiar anymore. Yeah, well, or I, I don't know. I think we like to like to enjoy, you know, familiar. It always, I think every song starts with some sort of mood or feeling, and then we kind of go from there, depending on, I don't know, whatever our ideas are. It's why it takes us a while to release albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who would you say you're, you guys are influenced by evan i know you said the project kind of started out as out of a a homesickness of the music that you grew up listening to so what did you guys grow up listening to and and were influenced by well i i think the the music that that i grew up around was gosh like lucinda williams and neil young bruce coburn um was sort of my dad's influence. And then my mom also loved like ABBA and the Carpenters. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I feel like, uh, my, my musical roots, at least as a, as a kid were, were very melodic. <laughs> and, uh, 
I think I've it, in Chicago, it's it's hard as a musician not to be pretty influenced by by the Wilco sphere that surrounds everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I think the the sort of work ethic of of Wilco to drive, like Dorian was saying, beyond what feels familiar or safe, creates a a really cool expansiveness to the Chicago music scene um, mm. and a, a drive toward experimentation. Um, I mean, I feel like in the space of two or three years, we've gone from a pretty familiar feeling like Americana rock sound yeah. uh, to something that feels much more East Coast to me. I feel like Sharon Van Etten or the National uh, mm-hmm. comes up a lot more <laughs> in conversation than right. it used to. Yeah, for sure. And I, th- I think having more um, control over how we're recording has also really defined kind of the approach to that. I mean, the last, all the last stuff we've done since I've been playing with us, uh, with the band, has been pretty much exact, like all in our own hands. Um, we came out with uh, a record called Elston that we had done just all on our own in a DIY space. And a lot of, a lot of the space kind of informed the sound of that too. Uh, and so, and then also these last two things that we just recorded, uh, we did on our own and in like the studio I'm working at that I built and, uh, (laughs) helped build. Um, and, uh, yeah. So having that control and, and, really I think also helps us sort of uh, get to the sound that we get to because we're able to listen back and we don't, we're not spending tons of money doing stuff. We can, you know, spend time writing songs and then, and then really get their feel of the song down before we start adding a lot of extra ideas on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Recording has definitely helped in that we can get an idea, refine it, completely deconstruct it, refine it again, deconstruct it again. <laughs> and then just go back to what we originally had. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely does help in that way. And it, it really helps, you know, think of like this start out with the great old three chord song mm-hmm. and then end up with something that's completely different. Yeah. I think Mike especially is really good at waiting to say anything until we're like, feel like we're 40% of the way into something. And he's like, hold on, let's try. Completely new chords. Completely new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. I think it really, it really makes the song go somewhere. I, I think it's, uh, it's been a, a year or so of really fruitful uh, frustrations where I, I think we all have high musical standards and creative standards for ourselves and uh, for each other. Which is, uh, I don't know. I I think I think that's that's a a difficult and often pretty productive place to be. Yeah. So, what do you guys do? This is something each of you can kind of answer in turn. What do you guys do when you're not doing music? What are your other interests and things that take up your time? 
wants to go first. <laughs> I mean, Do you mean like our jobs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think music is Dorian's job. I don't know yeah, when people really... ask what you do. It's yeah, I mean, he I does just music. Re- I record things and I do live sound and music. Yeah, I pretty much just do music things. I do a lot of, I would like to say my day job. <laughs> the thing I try to do during the day most is, uh, yeah, it's just making records with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. thought your day job was watching Arrested Development. Yeah, we're watching Arrested Development, or like, you know, waiting until a night job starts and sleep. You know, it's complicated. I'm an engineer during the day, and it gets really boring sitting in fluorescent lighting in the cubicle. So, being able to come to a nice, creative loft space at night really helps things. Mm-hmm. That's the first time it's ever struck me that Curtis has a cubicle. Oh that, yeah, that yeah. He sits in. I feel like I've. <laughs> mm-hmm. He works for a tractor company, and uh, I just always assumed you worked that, in a tractor. Yeah, or, in the or like I, I do not work field. in a field. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I am. Gr- I am moving towards the farmer status, but slowly. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm actually. I'm. I'm working at a, a Catholic school as a, a teaching assistant right now. Oh, cool. um, working with preschoolers and and the after school crew, and uh, this is kind of funny because it's a a job that came right out of recording our our last album, Elston, uh, at this loft space through a, a grant we'd applied for. But uh, our good friend Jen Romero, who's a another Chicago musician, was singing harmonies and had been teaching music at this school in Ukrainian village and told me as she was leaving after we'd recorded a song, um, that they were looking for, for help and asked if I was interested. And I sort of on a whim, like rode my bike down and I got to this interview all sweaty and nasty and like changed into a, (laughs) a tie and a button down shirt. And I'm sure I was like sweating through it and, but I got the job. So I've been, I've been uh, working and (laughs) I've been working with kids, which is uh, a really fun thing to do. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing you do when you leave school and come here is work with children (laughs) and works with us kids. (laughs) So what's next for exit ghost? Do you guys have uh, any big plans for this year besides the, the album that you're putting together? Well, I I think that that is the sort of the big plan. Mm-hmm. I I think last year around this time we were we were very tour plan oriented and yeah, performance oriented. Yeah, much more focused on like playing shows. And mm-hmm. uh, I think right now we're just more focused on working the material that that will become a real document of this time in our creative lives <laughs> yeah. um i think there's just at least on my part i feel like there's a bit of an acknowledgement that the the lasting thing uh the artifact is is the recording and we're we're pretty well set up to do that right now right right cool so before we go we're gonna listen to a song from you guys do you want to intro the song a little bit and tell us about uh, maybe what it's about, or just how it came about. Yeah, this this song this song is called Yellow Hat, and it's uh, 
this is very funny because we're not actually sure yet whether it's the A or the B side, but um, <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, it's it's one of the the singles we're releasing, and I think this is uh, this is just a really solid example of the work process that um, Dorian had started describing, um, where. I think it's probably a song that started with me strumming three chords <laughs> on an acoustic guitar mm -hmm. and Curtis finding a beat that pulled the song forward but that you know maybe was was a little too familiar at at first and then Dorian finding a a cool direction for mood and guitars and then Mike scrapping the whole thing and all <laughs> Well no, I think the riff is definitely a Mike thing. Yeah. But it uh, yeah, it's I feel like it's a good interactive tune where we're all playing together. Like this yeah. this one definitely came out of I mean we felt like we were going to we were ready to record it because in rehearsals uh, it started to really feel like it had direction to it it felt like it was done yeah it felt know? like it was nearly there so i think it's an awesome example of there were several times where i thought the song was totally done and then mike sort of challenged it to have a, a postlude or go into another sort of movement and i can't imagine the song going any other way now for sure cool well evan dorian and curtis thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today all right. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you. You're so composed, you glad left and out of sight. Fingers feeling full of tears. Oh, see.
That's it for this episode of The Myth of Fingerprints. As always, I'm Jonah Luke. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. To continue the conversation, to learn more about the artists that you just heard, and to suggest an artist for the podcast, head on over to jonahluke.com slash podcast. If you're on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and review as that helps immensely. You can also join the conversation on Twitter. I'm at Jonah Luke, and I would love to hear from you. See you next time. This has been a Freedom Podcasting production. For more information, go to freedompodcasting.com.